Dear Heavenly Father, something truly is different when we're in your presence. Your word says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and there is liberty. Lord, we ask that your spirit right now in this atmosphere and in this uh, tabernacle that we're in today, Lord, that you speak to us. Lord, that you reveal secrets to us. Lord, that we don't leave here the same way we came in, but no, Lord, that your spirit deals with us. Lord, we open up our hearts and our minds for you to speak clearly. Lord, let your word come alive today. Let it come alive today. Let faith be built today. Let us be hearers of your word because your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Lord, I thank you that faith comes alive today. That faith builds today. That the gates of hell will be weaker today. Your word says it upon this rock, you'll build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That means that we prevail. Lord, I thank you that we prevail through you. That through Christ I can do anything. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your grace and I thank you for your mercy. We ask all of this and receive it by faith. In Jesus' name. Everybody say that when we say in Jesus' name. Come on, you can do better. Say in Jesus' name. Now shout out amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. I'm ready to preach. Turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 11. And if you have a physical Bible, you can also put your finger on Matthew chapter 15. Mark chapter 11 and Matthew chapter 15. 15. Mark chapter 11, Matthew chapter 15. They're going to bring up the house lights. That way you can see um, what it is that's in front of you. Of course, I encourage you to take notes. If you're online, once again, welcome. And uh, uh, I encourage you to uh, take notes. Take notes today. Be encouraged. You know, this isn't, uh, I do have some points and I may get to them, but I can just tell you this is going to be a, a, a sermon or what I'm sensing is this will be a sermon where you, you won't just want to take notes necessarily about what I'm saying, but about what God's saying to you. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. If you click on that uh, first slide there in the preach setting there, uh, Brother Lewis, we can get um, to the sermon. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 11 is where we're going to start. And then... Brother Andre, thank you, sir. Will y'all give it up for our band and our praise team and everybody? A little different not having your, your son today. I'm praying he, he feels better. Amen. Brother Durrell's a great, great drummer. He was missed today. The virtual drummer was in the house. Amen. Mark chapter 11, verses 22 through 24. And we're going to sit right on this first verse for just a minute. And I uh, see they already have it on the screens. So if you don't have a Bible, you can, of course, read it behind me. It says this, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God, have faith in God. Now, a lot of theologians uh, will, will 
say that another way you could interpret this or another way this could have been translated, another way we could understand this, you know, uh, in case you don't realize, the Bible was written in, in many different languages. Uh, this was written in Greek. And so uh, when, when you translate that, when they translated that, they did a good job. And so I'm not saying that this is wrong, but that some, some um, translations... There's, there's different ways to word it. That's why you have the King James and the New King James. I'm kind of a New King James kind of guy. I like New King James. But there's also a lot of other good translations. You can read the message. You can read the NLT. You can read uh, NIV and all these different ones. Um, there's some of them that I'm more preferential to. Like I said, I really like New King James um, because I think the King James translation is great. But I don't use thee and thou thus did anybody say thus this week? If you said thus this week, you get bonus points. Bonus points to all those that said, you actually probably did say thus. I actually believe that. <laughs> but <laughs> I believe it. But no, uh, I, like, I like the New King James. But, but this is a phrase, have faith in God, that you could also say it this way, that what Jesus was implying or another way that this could be interpreted from what Jesus was saying, those four words are in red, but, but you could also say it this way, have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. Have faith in God, which is obviously what he was, he was saying, but if you were to study out those words, it, it says have faith, it's talking about possessing. The Greek word there is talking about possessing, having a possession, taking in. In the word uh, God there, the, the original Greek there, of course, literally means God, Trinity. The, the God three in one. It means our God, the God that we serve. But those other words, when it's all put together, again, you could also have worded it this way. Have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. I want you just to, to wrap your head around that. Wrap your head around what the God kind of faith looks like. And think about what Jesus did walking the earth. You know, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says something pretty profound. And we're going to come back here. Y'all can stay in Mark chapter 11. But I just want to quote this scripture in Hebrews eleven six. It says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. I mean, I might not even have known, man, there are things that I can be lacking that make it impossible to please God. Now, this is the same God that said anything is possible. And of course, that's true because he's talking to believers and a believer would have faith in them because you, you can't be a believer without believing in a God you can't see. That's faith. If you don't know what faith is, faith, Hebrews 11.1 1, says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The things that I cannot see that I'm hoping for, by faith, I believe I have them now. Everybody say now. Before I go any further, before I get into all this, I want you to understand that faith is a now principle. Faith is a now principle. Hope is a future principle. Hope is a future principle. Hope says, I, I hope that one day eventually I'll blah, blah, blah. How many of y'all have hopes and dreams? I hope all of you do. I hope all of you. Hopes and dreams are good. A lot of us, that's kind of innate. I mean, you, 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 you want and you dream and you hope. My little uh, girl, Kaylee. She, she got me, y'all. She got me. She, she just, she's so good. At four years old, so good. She takes after her daddy, I have to admit. She came up to me the other day. You can take that verse down for just a second. She came, actually yesterday, she came up to me and she said, now daddy, and I know that means we're bargaining. 
But just right off the start, I know she wants something. She's already determined what she needs, what she wants, how she's going to get it, in what way, shape, or fashion mommy or daddy or some sort of combination are going to provide her needs to her. Now, daddy, we're going on a trip, right? Yes, baby, we are. We're going in, we're, we're going uh, um, somewhere for Thanksgiving, you know, going a few days or whatever. And I uh, said, yeah, we are. So we talked about where we were going and all that stuff. She's really excited. She's really excited. She loves a hotel. There's just something about it. I mean, I guess, you know, as much as we work hard to provide for a home, it's just not good enough. She loves a hotel. So she's excited about this hotel. We're going to a hotel. Nothing fancy, but it's just, just a regular hotel. But to her, it's like, you know, might as well be, you know, a, a theme park. Now, Daddy, are we taking things to this trip or something like that? And, I, you know, of course, at this point, I'm starting to kind of check out. I'm starting, I'll be honest. I'm starting to kind of check out. I'm working on stuff. I'm in the kitchen. She's talking. She's talking, talking, talking. And, uh, and finally, she lands on, because um, she's talking about going and all this trip, and she lands on something about luggage. And I said, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll take our luggage. Okay, so then we can get that new luggage we talked about. <laughs> I, I am not a liar, y'all. I cannot lie. And so I said, yeah, yeah, baby, of course. I was. I was. She got me. She got me good. And so she said, okay, good. Now, I want the ones from Sam's. I'm like, oh, my God. She already had it picked out, the brand, the type. She had already. And, like, I didn't even know we had already seen this luggage. As, I mean, I mean, I think I remember at some point a while back we talked about maybe, yeah, one day you, because they don't have, right now we just all put it all in one big thing, right? But they're all kind of wanting to carry their own luggage. We went somewhere and they saw kids with their own luggage and they thought it was cool. And so she wants hers. And of course, if she has hers, Madison has to have hers. So anyways, before I know it, I'm like into this. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, so now I'm done with whatever I'm doing. Now I'm fully focused on what did I just get myself into? And I said, okay, yes, baby, uh, we got the, the, the um, wait, what luggage? And she begins to tell me all about it. And so now, now I start kind of walking back, and I'm walking back towards mommy because I need some help. I'm going in for resources. And, uh, and I'm walking, so now I'm in like our living room type area, and Kaylee's still talking, and I said, so let me get this straight. And I said it so my wife could hear me because I knew she was like right on the other side of the room in the other bathroom. I said, now, let me get this straight. You want me to go to Sam's? And get you and Madison new luggage. And my wife just busts out laughing. I can hear her in the other bathroom. And so I walk over there and she's laughing hysterically because she knows she got me, you know. And so now we got to go get new luggage. Kaylee went from, I want y'all just to grasp this, in her four-year-old little mind. And the Bible says that we need to come to Jesus as a child. In her four-year-old little mind, when I said yes, she had that luggage. Now, I don't remember when, I mean, it might have been several, it might have been in the summer. I don't even remember when. It was a while ago. It could have even been last Christmas. I honestly can't tell you when we saw this luggage. I don't know how long she's been hoping for this luggage. We have not bought it. We do not own it. But I'm just telling y'all, I saw it click right in her little four-year-old, beautiful little mind. When daddy said yes, she's got that luggage. She's already planned out what's going in it. Who gets the pink one and who gets the blue one? She's already picked out all the details. I mean, she, in her mind, she's got that luggage. 
It's hers. See, that's, in a natural sense, what faith looks like. In a spiritual sense, that I know I'm saved. The Bible says, by grace you have been saved through faith. God provided salvation through Jesus. That is graciously provided. I don't have to do anything to earn it. I don't have to do anything uh, um, to, to make it happen. He already did it. He provided the luggage. All I have to do is receive it. All I have to do is receive it. That's faith. That's faith. I have no transaction for it. I have no receipt. I have no, 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 nothing foundational that, 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 that verifies it other than my faith. You can't take it away from me. It's mine. I believe it. I know it. You, how do you know? I know that I know that I know. Yes, I said a prayer. Yes, I said and I, I, I did what the Bible said. But even in doing all that, I know on the inside of me. There's a knowing that I have. That is faith. I know I'm saved. I know I'm going to heaven. I know God is for me. I know he's living inside of me. Now, my flesh fights that. The Bible says we'll always be at enmity. My spirit, my innermost being, will always be at enmity. At, in other words, an enemy with my flesh. So there's that fight all the time. But on the inside of me, when I really get alone with God, I know. He's got me. It's going to be all right. Things are going to be okay. I, why, how do I know that? That's faith. Faith. Is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I, I know that it's done. Now go back to Hebrews eleven six. What does it say? What does it say? It says that without that, without that Kaylee kind of faith, without that, let's go even further because that's, that's not what it says in, in Mark 11. It says the God kind of faith. So without faith, it is impossible to please him. For, now catch this. Because if everything I say, then we might be on this for a few weeks. If everything that I say to you about faith, and actually usually a few times throughout the year, I'll teach on faith. So if you're with us for any period of time, you're going to hear a lot about faith. And if you don't get this principle in Hebrews eleven six, you're going to miss a lot. Because it says, for he who comes to God in faith must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You know, every religion in the entire world, every God that exists by so-called people who believe and call on idols and whoever else they want to worship and fat little Buddhas. All of those, they don't have a reward system like my God does. They, they don't have a system. See, we sometimes, there's this like this thought, like if I put out a Facebook post I don't know if this would happen necessarily to me, but I've seen it happen to a lot of um, evangelists and stuff, people that have like this big following, and they'll put out a post, and they'll say, all right, I'm going to take prayer requests. And they'll say, oh, well, we don't actually have to ask anything of God. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says to come and ask. In James, it says, ask. Ask if you ask according to his will to be done. He actually says, the reason you don't have what you have asked for is because you asked incorrectly, or you asked amiss. Here he says, we must believe that he is. Who is he? And who do you think God is? Because that's why we spend time focusing on and making sure you understand that God is good. Because faith, your faith is going to be corrupted if you go around thinking, oh, well, I want to believe God for this, but he might be giving me some sort of sickness to beat me up a little bit and make sure I appreciate him. Because that's what a lot of people believe. They actually think that, that if, if they're, they think that everything that happens to them is God. No, you live in a world you live in a world that's messed up. 
He gave us salvation from this world, from the God of this world. The Bible calls the devil the God of this world. See, you have to go to him and believe that he is. Before you get to the rewarding part, before you get to the, I'm going to believe God for this and this, and I'm going to ask God for, you know, and, and I'm not talking about things. Let's not even just, let's not even talk about, because some people immediately, you know, if you're real um, um, materialistic, you might be already thinking about, oh, well, I need a car and I need a house and all that. How about just some peace? How about a sound mind? How about some health in my body? You know, I remember believing God. Like, I just don't want to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. Like, I want to just have money in the bank. Like, if something happens, I can stroke a check and not worry about it. If somebody needs something, I can say, yeah, just give it back to me if you can. Like, I, I want, and that's where we're at today. I live that way today, but I, but I remember when I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't need a, a nice car. Now, today, I drive, I drive a, just a, a forerunner. It's a 2007 or something like that. I don't remember. No, it's not. It's 2011. I don't even know what year it is. 2011. I think it's 2011. It's got paint in the back. Thank you. I was getting to the paint in the back. I spilled a whole gallon of paint in the back. There's nothing, nothing fancy about, about my car at all, but it's great. You know why? Because by faith, I know that that car will last me to my next car. And it will not cost me an arm and a leg. It will not, my, my tires are going to last, it may say 30,000 miles on the thing when I buy it, I'm going to get at least 35. This is what, this is how faith works. See, it's not, it's not this, you know, you think, oh, are you one of those, um, now sir, are you one of those uh, blab it and grab it churches? Are you a name it and claim it church? You know, you can get a lot of people that are real, like, like real extreme. Like if you're going down a road, most roads have a ditch on either side. And there's people that can get off in one ditch and they where you can't ask God for anything. Like I was saying, where you say, oh, well, you know, just all you need to do is just spend time in God's presence. You'll have everything you need. Well, I, I, spiritually, yes, that's true. But I don't know about y'all, but I, I need to feed my children today. And my God said that he'll supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Riches and glory spiritual and material God knows that I have needs and he'll provide them so there's that side where it's like okay well you can't you can't you know you can't ask God for anything there's this other side where it's like you know everything's a hundredfold return and everything's a oh man if you sow this seed then you're gonna God's gonna give you a Rolls Royce tomorrow I mean seriously you see some crazy stuff out there okay how about we just stay stay with the word and we just go right down the middle of the road can we just do that because the middle of the road says that I do, I do get to have a relationship with God. And just like my daughter, I want you all to think about my story and how simple of a transaction that was for me. But for her, man, if you went and talked to her today about that luggage, she's going to talk to you for at least 20 minutes. I can barely remember what it looks like. She knows the details, the size of it. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how. Because to her, it was everything. Because she knows... Let me, let me just keep going with this analogy here. Stick with me. She knows who I am and that I'm a rewarder of those who are my children. She knows who I am. She knows that when daddy says yes, she knew. I'm just telling y'all, she's good. She knew when I said yes, it's over. Cha-ching. Got it. Like, she's four, y'all. What's it going to be like when she's 10, y'all? Pray for me. What's it going to be like? 
or a teenager. Don't even go there, Brother Mike. Don't even go there. I'm just trying to get to age five, man. Just trying to get to 5K, y'all. I know. I know. Anyways, what's, how, how, do, how do we come to God? Do, do you actually come to God and know who he is? And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. You know, there's a seeking that's involved in your relationship with God. You know, when you are believing God for things, you're going to find it when you seek him. You're going to find it when you seek him. Again, how does faith come? How is faith built? How do you build your faith? How do you grow in faith? By hearing the word. And you're not going to know. You're not going to know unless you spend time with him. You're not going to know unless you have a relationship with him. And in Mark 11, he says, so have the God kind of faith. Have faith in God. And in verse 23, Mark 11, verse 23, going back to where I started, he gives his disciples a principle about faith that you and I have to understand. He says, have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now notice what it says in verse 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask for, if you've ever believed or thought, I can't ask God for anything, I love you, but you're wrong. You know, that's the thing about love. See, we live in a society where you can't tell anybody they're wrong nowadays. But there has to be a right. And the right has to be the word of God. So I'm telling you out of love, not, not that my opinion is that you're wrong or, or, or that my opinion is just my opinion, but my opinion is based on the word of God and the word of God is my ultimate truth, my ultimate source, my ultimate beacon of light, my foundation, the rock upon which my house is built. And if it says that I can ask God and that when I ask him, whatever things I ask, when I pray, I believe that I receive them. That's faith. I believe that I receive them. I will have them. This is good because y'all, 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 you go through life and you, and you battle these things and you go through and you, 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 you have uh, um, stuff happen to you and you have needs that you, you've got to enact faith and the Bible says walk by faith. Think about that. If you're walking by faith, that means that your next step, you can't see it, but you're walking it anyways. Other, otherwise, I don't need to walk by faith if I can see where I'm going. Man, this is really good. Think about what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things I cannot see. I cannot see. If I'm walking by faith, if my tomorrow, I can see everything in it, I don't need God. But I don't know about y'all. I need him. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to hit the road and drive to Florence. I can't see every car on the interstate. I can't see every animal that's in the, in the woods when I drive back. And now it's dark early. I can't, I, you know, I can't see all that. But God does. My wife's going to take Kaylee and go to school. My wife's going to work and Kaylee's going to be in class. I've never even met Kaylee's friends in her class. But God has. I met the teachers one time. But God knows them. God knows what they're teaching tomorrow. God knows what's on the docket. God knows what's happening in that school. God knows every administrator, every principal. God knows uh, uh, who's in my wife's class and the kids in her class and everything that she's going to. God knows. 
So if I'm walking by faith, I am trusting God today. I'm not waiting until, y'all catch this. This is really, really important. I'm not waiting until something happens tomorrow to figure out where my faith is at. Today, I know we're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be a good day. And my God is always for me. He's on my side. It doesn't matter what happens. God saw it before I saw it. God saw it before it happened. I am in, in today knowing that this, man, this is going to be a great week. This is going to be a great week. Well, there it is. That's that name it and claim it. Yeah, I'm going to claim a good week. You can have a bad week if you want to. You go ahead and claim your bad week. I'm going to have a good one. Now, Last week, I did the same thing. Now, did I have uh, some frustrations this week? Yes. Did I maybe throw something across the room one time? Yes, I did. I'll be honest. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. But ask me if I had a good week. Man, I had a great week. Had a great week. Brother Mike did a phenomenal job. If if y'all miss Wednesday night, I got the opportunity to go preach in Florence Wednesday night. Brother Mike filled in for the, that's the first time that, now, I've had different people come in and speak for me when I haven't been here. But the first time in-house somebody spoke in here, it was great. He did great. Church did great. It, it, it opened up and shut down without me. Man, I was ecstatic. Got to preach in Florence, see, you know, be a part of the service over there. Then uh, several things were, were done this week as far as our remodel at our house that we've been working on. That progressed. On top of all of that, everybody's safe and healthy in my home, everybody's well, there's money in the bank. I found two checks that I thought I'd already deposited, and I hadn't, so I got to deposit those on Friday. I was like, praise God. Bank account was already looking good. Really, I'm like, where did these come from? Because I knew where the bank account was like, and I'm like, man, this is good. Well, I'm just going to go snap this picture, do the mobile deposit right now, get this thing in the bank. Several other things I could tell you all about my week, but it was good. So do I have, did, I, did I have issues? Were there hiccups? Were there moments? Were there frustrations? Sure. But by faith, my week was going to be good, and it was. And it was. These were disciples, right? They, they were serving God. They were following God. I want you all to understand, obviously, faith and the God kind of faith that he was talking about is more than just the faith it takes for you to go to heaven. Obviously. Because he says that any immovable object. Think about a mountain. Why did he use mountain? He could have used chair. He could have used something small. He used a mountain because it's an immovable object. Uh, Again, if I can move it, what do I need faith for? What do I need faith for if I can do it? What do I need faith for if I can just pick it up and move it myself? If I can fix it, why do I need God? Because there's things in my life, I mean, I, I don't need God's help to, to do, you know, uh, and don't get me wrong, don't, don't let me, don't twist my words, but I'm just saying like just, just waking up in the bed or whatever. I know God wakes me up and I, I know that, but I'm just talking about like there's, there's a natural faith tied to that. Let me give you a better example. When I go to start my car, I'm trusting that the key is going to start, right? That's a natural kind of faith, right? But there's also a spiritual or a, a, a faith in God that I apply to, I'm not necessarily applying faith every time I start the car, but I am in the sense that I trust my God that everything, I need transportation. So even if the car didn't start, God's got a way. Do you see, do you see where I'm at today? Even if, 
And so, so I'm not worried about my car starting or not from a God kind of faith perspective because I know even if the devil disrupts my day, even if there's a, 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 a something that, that tips over, even if God's got a way, he knew about it before I ever... Let, let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to you. You ready? In Matthew chapter 15, I told you to, to go there. We're going to look at Mark 11 and Matthew 15. There was a, a, a woman, just to show you the kind of faith, there was a, a, a woman, a Gentile. Now, at the time, Jesus was sent for the Jews. All right? This, you have to understand this. If you read this, and you might get confused if you don't understand, that Jesus was sent for the Jews. At a certain point later, uh, um, the Jews rejected Jesus at that moment. Uh, the gospel was then turned over for everyone, the entire world, uh, including the Gentiles and everybody, which is where Paul came in and the, the gospel was preached. And, uh, and then we see um, Jews and Gentiles were filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke with other tongues. The gospel was, 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 was furthered throughout uh, um, 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 Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Okay, so here, this is before all that. And behold, a woman of Canaan. This is Matthew 15, verse 22. Matthew chapter 15, verse 22. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, cried out to Jesus, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her, not a word. Now that may sound kind of strange. Jesus didn't answer her right away. And his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. Now, they were real cocky, because they weren't crying after, she wasn't crying after them, she was crying after Jesus. But look at them, look at those disciples saying, oh, no, they, she's crying out after us. Nah, she knew who she was crying after. But he, uh, he answered and said to them, or he actually was talking to her, I was not sent except to the lost sheep, of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered again to her and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now, what he's saying here is that the bread, the children's bread, the children of Israel, the children's bread, it's not good to take that and throw it to the dogs, talking about her as a Gentile. Now, that sounds real harsh, but at the time and the, and the way that they lived and the, the way that the semantics of, of everything, this was, was this common ideology for them. They, they understood, and it doesn't sound as harsh as it does to you and I because we're Americans. I'm just telling you, this is this, is this reality of it. And she said, now, now to her, though, let me clarify before we get to her response. To her, though, she understood what he meant. So although it sounds to us the way it sounds, it did sound to her I'm not, I'm not here for you. I mean, that was clear, right? Although it wasn't like, you know, um, super harsh or whatever. It, it, it was directed as a, I'm not here for you. But notice her faith. Because she said, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed that very hour. See, you have to have a faith, a God kind of faith, a, 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 a now kind of faith, that when you go through whatever you're facing, when you, when you have an, a situation that, that, that arises 
you can actually garner God's attention with your faith. That may sound strange, but that's what happened. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus was our example. You, your faith can get his attention. There was a, a, a soldier. There's another story. I don't have the chapter and verse right now, but you can look up this story. A, a soldier went to Jesus, and he went to him, and he was telling him, he said, no, listen, I've got, I've got a, a situation back in my home. I need you to come, and I need you to lay hands on this. And, and Jesus said, look, I, I can't or whatever, and they're having this back and forth. And he said, no, Jesus, you don't understand. You don't have to come. I'm a soldier in the army. And, and when I, he said, actually, I'm a captain or something like that. He said, listen, when I give the word, my soldiers underneath me obey my every command. All you have to do, Jesus, is give the word, and I know she'll be healed. And he, the Bible says that he was like taken aback. That Jesus was taken aback by the guy's faith. That his faith shocked Jesus. I, I don't know about you guys, but I want, I want to have some sort of faith like that. Some sort of faith that even Jesus says, man... Even when everything was against him. Even when everything looked like it was, I mean, I mean, the guy was standing there in front of Jesus. He didn't know, this wasn't like he was FaceTiming his daughter like you and I can do. Or FaceTiming the person back at the house. He wasn't, it wasn't like he knew the, the he, he had no idea. But at that word, in a moment, the situation changed back in his house. Healing came to his home. Because his faith shocked Jesus. This woman said, listen, I'll take whatever you can give because it's better than what I've got. Even the crumbs, a dog gets the crumbs off of the table. The the, the Bible says the faith of a mustard seed. Are you putting your faith to work? Are you putting your faith to work? Jesus was obsessed I want you all to gather this. Jesus was obsessed with the needs of humanity. Think about what he did. Think about what he did walking the earth. Think about what he did with with everything around him. Everything that he walked. I mean, when he went around, the Bible says he went doing good and healing all those who were sick and oppressed of the devil. Jesus was good. And and yet, we're, we're afraid to exercise some faith and believe God for something that we can't do on our own. Or, or what, maybe it's not afraid. Maybe you didn't have the knowledge and now you do. Exercise it. Use it. Maybe you had been told otherwise that I can't do that or I'm not worthy. It's not about you being worthy. Let, let me understand something to you. If you've ever believed that today, this is not in my notes. I believe someone, either online or in person, needs to hear this today. Hear me clearly. If you believe you are not righteous enough or not good enough or not holy enough to be able to ask God and believe God for things, let me correct your theology. Because the Bible calls you the righteousness of God in Christ. When Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, there was nothing you did to deserve it. At the moment his blood was shed, at the moment that he died, at the moment that he took on every every sin, every transgression, every sickness, every disease, he bore it on the cross, the Bible says. So that, so that you don't have to. Because the weight of it on your life would kill you. Jesus died physically, but rose again from the grave. Defeating what would otherwise defeat you. 
So when you walk through this life without faith, that's why it's impossible to please God. Because you have to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And you have to believe that by faith. That I, I, don't, I don't have to see the reward if God never does another thing for me. I'm, 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 in, a, I'm in heaven for eternity, baby. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. If all, if all God ever gave me was salvation, I'm good. That he is. And that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I don't care what the reward is. I'll take whatever reward. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take whatever reward. I'll take whatever, whatever God rewards me with. I know, I know it's better than what I would have on my own. It's better than what I could do on my own. But, but beyond that, now, look, look, now let's go beyond that. Because that, that's a simple form of faith. In Mark 11, what did it say? It said that you can speak to things that you can see. Now, realize the action is what you cannot see. I'm getting kind of deep, and I'm, I'm honestly out of time, but y'all just have to go with me because i got to get it out. Is that okay? The, the mountain I can see, the action I can't. So faith is what? What I cannot see. Can I preach to myself for a second? Y'all, if y'all, y'all, I got about 20% of y'all amen to me, but I think I might get 100, Brother Andre. I think I might get everybody shouting in here in a second. Because I can see the mountain. He says, he says speak to the mountain. Be removed and be cast in the sea, and it will be done. And in verse 24, he says, whenever you ask, believe you have received it, and you will have it. The mountain I can see, the action I can't. I can't see it moving, but by faith I can. So it's in my way. Whatever it is, is in my way. Whatever it is, is an immovable object that is obstructing me from whatever that I need to do and can do and want to do, or God's called me to do, or God's asked me to do, or God's whatever it is. But if there is any immovable object in your life, that you can see, you have the authority and you can have from the word of God the faith in you to speak to it and tell it to move. Now, when you pray and you ask, you've got to believe it's moved regardless of what you see. Because I'm not walking by what I see. I'm not walking. I'm not stepping out on what I can see. I, it's, you know, you can't just walk and, and, and tiptoe and look through and, and make sure if I just take every careful little step. I, I feel like that's what we have nowadays. Can I just be, I'm, I feel like I'm being real today already, but I don't know why I'm asking permission. But I feel like we have a bunch of tiptoe Christians. That's not walking by faith. I love you. I'm not trying to be mean, but that's not walking by faith. Walking by faith says God called me to go out and, 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 and preach the gospel. Let's just go there. And you're, and you're well, who have you, who have you, have you, have you witnessed anybody? Have you at least asked somebody to come to church? Well, no, I just, I don't know if I can or whatever. Where's your faith? You think they won't respond? You think they won't agree? You think, what, what, are, what are you waiting on? Why are you tiptoeing around it? 
Go and say, God, give me this strength. Give me the ability. God, I've never witnessed anybody in my life. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what they're going to say. They might ostracize me at work. I might become the loser at the job. I don't care. God, this person needs Jesus. I can tell they're lost. God, give me the strength and ability. Build up your faith. Read some word. Pray in the spirit and go tell them about Jesus. Man. What would happen if we enacted our faith? Stop tiptoeing around. What if, what if, well, God, you know what? I'm believing to be able to, to financially give and sow into to your kingdom on a higher level. God, I, I want to do things for your kingdom. And, and, and you're living paycheck to paycheck right now. Get your faith out there for that. Don't just, don't just accept. Oh, well, I guess it's okay. I mean, I. I'm, I'm thankful for this, you know, apple I've got to eat. That's all I got to eat today. He, he says he says that he'll set a table in front of your enemies. I don't know if y'all have ever seen a table, but I imagine a table with a lot of food on it. I don't want one of those little like cocktail tables where they just put a little like Cersei on there. You know what I mean? Cersei's a real southern term. When we got married, my wife had no idea what a Cersei was. Do y'all know what a Cersei is? Cersei's a small, actually it has nothing to do with food. It's a little, I guess it can be food, but it's a little, a little gift, a little Cersei. My mom, I grew up, my mom said, talk about Cersei's all the time. I don't know why she was obsessed with Cersei's, but it was like a thing. I don't know where Cersei's came from. But I don't want that, right? I mean, I don't, I don't so let me clarify, I don't imagine that. When he said I put a table in front of your enemies, I'm going to imagine a meal. Stop tiptoeing around. Stop having a tiptoe kind of faith. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. I understand that all of us are facing situations and difficulties and and, and things going on in our life that I, I, some of which you probably haven't even, a lot of you share stuff with me, but I'm sure there's things you haven't shared or that go even deeper beyond what I can understand or imagine. But my God is able. My God is able. My God is able. I, 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 don't, I don't serve a God who's not able. I don't serve a God who's not a rewarder. I've got to come to him and know that he is. What does his word say that he is? That his word says that he is a rewarder. His, listen, listen. The Bible says that my God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Tiptoe if you want. But, but, but I want to live by faith. Because let's tie it back to God's kingdom. His kingdom deserves it. His kingdom deserves it. If, if, if I'm just hiding around and not, not doing anything with my life, then then how can, I, how can I get out and, and do something? Financially, in, in uh, 2 Corinthians, it says that he will give you enough superfluous finances that you should abound for every good work. For every good work. There are people that are called to be financiers of the kingdom, and they walk around like this. Holding all of their finances. There are people that are called with talents and gifts and abilities. 
maybe you got hurt by church before and you're like, oh, well, I just, you know, just not going to do it. Tiptoeing. You don't think God's not big enough to overcome it this time? To, to, to get you past it this time? To get you over it this time? To make sure that thing doesn't happen to you again? To get your, I, I, I mean, where's your faith at? You're not believing that it's going to be better that I serve you this time? I understand you got hurt before, and I'm sorry for that. But, but this, I'm not that. I'm not that guy. I'm not that person that hurt you before. Don't come in here to this church and say, oh, well, I can't use, I mean, God's really just giving me, I can, man, I can play a mean guitar, but I just, got hurt, got hurt several years ago, can't do it. Where's your faith? God gave you a gift and you need to use it. I don't even care. I mean, they don't even care if you don't use it here, but please use it somewhere. Please use it somewhere. Please go and take that. And you, Man, I see that the friendliest people, the friendliest people. Do you know how important it is to have greeters at a door? The, the, the statistics say this was pre-COVID, that within the first eight minutes, people would decide whether they like a church or not. Within the first eight minutes, before I preach, depending on what time they come, before the band ever even plays a note. If they came, think about it, if they came 10 minutes before the service, they'll determine by how it feels, by the, 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 the energy and so, so, so on and so forth in the room, by the way everything's presented, the signage and the children's ministry and all those things, the bathrooms. That's why I'm believing God for a building. I, I'm grateful for this, but, but, but I mean, there, we've been limited in what we can do here because this is not totally our building. We, we do now rent about three-fourths of it, I think. <laughs> I mean, really, we're in here three days out of the week, uh, basically almost four days a week. I mean, I'm grateful for that, but, but, but I'm believing for more. My faith is out for more. I, I'm trusting God for more. But when you ask me about a building and I'm talking by faith, yes, I'm planning as if we're here today and I understand the semantics of all that, but we already have a building. I, I'm, I'm not worried about it. There was a time where, I, I'll be honest, I couldn't say that. And I knew faith, I knew these principles, but my faith had not grown to a building size yet. But he told her, he said, great is your faith. Obviously, you can have different levels of faith. In Hebrews 11, you read, it's like a faith hall of fame. They had, the Bible talks about how great their faith was. I wasn't, I wasn't there yet, but, but I'm there today. I'm there today. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I, I missed, we missed some buildings because I wasn't there yet, but now I know. I, I know, I'm, I got it. I got it, the building's done. I'm not worried about it. I'm not concerned about it, but I'm walking by faith. Every day that I walk in this building, I'm walking by faith in the next building. I don't have to see it. I don't have to see it. I I know. I know by faith. I hope y'all got something out of this today. I hope that it stirred you up today. I'll be honest, I was kind of just, I had a lot of notes. I actually had several points. I had all this stuff written down. And we were down there worshiping, and I just just felt kind of an anointing come on me. And I felt the Lord say, just stir up their faith today. I hope your faith is stirred today. I hope that you're stirred to believe God on a different level, on a higher level, on another level. Another level. That's pretty good, isn't it? How many of y'all ready to go to another level? Another level. Another level. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. If you're in this room today or you're watching online, and you'd like to have a relationship with God. Maybe you're someone who's, who's not had a relationship with God before. You don't know 
what that's like. You've heard about God, but you've never actually really entered into a relationship with him. I want to pray with you today. We're going to all pray together, but I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to talk to you today. If you're, you could also be another type of person, someone who's had a relationship with God, but you've gone astray from him. You've gone away and you need to make things right. You need to rededicate your life. I want to give you an opportunity to do that today. If you're online with us and you want that opportunity, this is your moment. Don't say no. Don't wait. Don't, don't. Today. And if you are online, they're going to drop a link in the, in the chat where you can fill out a form and let us know that was you. That's not to embarrass you or put you on blast. Actually, no one's going to see that except for me. And that'll just help us identify who you are, pray with you, maybe answer any questions you might have, get material to you if you need them. I want you to pray that prayer with me today. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to all say it. But if you're, if you're that person, I'd like to know who you are. So with every head bowed, every eye closed and no other moving around right now unless you absolutely have to I want you just to raise your hand if that's you if you're one if you're someone who's never had a relationship with Jesus and you need one I see your hand once you put your hand up you can put it back down or if you're someone who's had a relationship before but you need to make things right put your hand in the air let me see now we're going to all pray this together you can lift your heads up you can look at me I want y'all to say it loud and proud say dear heavenly father Today, I make Jesus my Lord and my Savior. I open up my heart for him to come in. I believe that Jesus Christ came to this earth as a baby. He lived as a man. He died on a cross for me. I believe on the third day, he rose from the grave. I believe he's alive. I believe. He's seated in heaven with you. Dear Heavenly Father, today I leave my past behind and I turn to a future with you as my Lord and my Savior. I make Jesus my number one. I thank you for forgiving me and cleansing me of all my unrighteousness. I'm forgiven, I'm cleansed, and I'm a Christian. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Like I said, if you're in this room,